Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Eric Johansson, teacher at the LSAT Demon. That's Nathan Fox, co-founder of LSATdemon.com and the weekly podcast Thinking LSAT. Get an email here from Anonymous. Hello, I have a question about LSAT speed. Your podcast preaches about accuracy over speed, and this advice has been super helpful. I have accommodations for extra time, uh, 1.5 times, and sometimes still do not finish sections. I average, though, in the mid-170s. I find when I focus completely on accuracy, I end up guessing on the last one or two questions. If I stay mindful to read reading comp passages and LR passages as fast as possible while still prioritizing accuracy, I end up answering all questions. Mm. Hmm. Is it wrong to keep speed in the back of my mind during the LSAT? Or is it okay if I still prioritize accuracy over speed, but try to go as fast as possible without sacrificing accuracy? I just don't see how you can do those two things. Um, so <laughs> I, I first off, the first thing that struck me about this was the fact that Anonymous is not finishing sections and still averaging in the mid 170s. That's great. I think that should be something that listeners and, and students should recognize can happen. You cannot finish your sections and still score in the mid 170s. Like there's no no rush to totally finish. So that's right. First, first off, kudos for that. Also, yeah. And I mean, while we're on that point, what anonymous, what do you even want? You're already in the ones, mid 170s. Sure. It's like that means that sometimes you're going to score 172, but other times you're going to score 178. And nobody needs more than a 178. I mean, there's like not on any planet does anybody need more than a 178. So what are what are you doing? I mean, you're you've already won. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the people who tend to do really well on the LSAT and in law school and in legal practice are perfectionists. And so I appreciate that. I respect that. But Anonymous mm -hmm. is like, yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to settle for that. I'm going to try for as good as I can possibly get. Totally get that. Yeah. But the reason why you're able to score in the mid 170s is because you have been focusing on accuracy. My hypothesis would be, and you know, Anonymous doesn't say anything about this. If I stay mindful to read RC passages and LR passages as fast as possible while still prioritizing accuracy, I end up answering all the questions, but, but then not getting them all right. Because if you were answering all the questions and getting them all right, you would be scoring in the high 170s or 180. So you know, Anonymous, that when you do this, it makes you miss questions. Mm -hmm. So, like, we've, we've talked on the Thinking LSAT podcast before about what priority means. And it, it really means there's really, you can only really have one priority. It's like the, there's one thing. You can focus on one thing. And that needs to be accurately answering one question at a time. Yeah, I agree. So there's something I think Anonymous might be getting at, which will resonate with not just high scorers, but, but all students, which is, I think some people do legitimately take longer than they need to sometimes. I will say that's not usually in the passage though, but I do think that some people will take longer than they really need to, to dismiss wrong answers choices. Oftentimes on 
the official test or on practice tests where if I was just drilling and I was not concerned about my score, if I wasn't so caught yep. up in the results of yep. a correct or incorrect answer to my score, then I would be very quick to dismiss this answer choice because uh, clearly, no, I just don't, I don't like it. The vibe is off. I'm going to get, I'm going to move on. 80% of answers are wrong. Totally. We have a default presumption that this answer is wrong. When it starts off saying some shit that we think is wrong and it just doesn't seem like it's answering the question, you just, yeah, that's not the answer. I mean, four out of five times, it's not the answer before you even read it. Once you read it and it starts going in the wrong direction, now it's got to be, we have to up that estimate yep. from 80% to like 95%. And 95% is enough to say, all right, next, yeah, let's see the next one. And that's a healthy mindset. And that's the place yes. where you get to go fast. What I know happened to me and what I hear students talk about is maybe on test day, suddenly you're thinking about, oh, this is the, this is the real deal. This is the real LSAT yeah. now. So I have to be especially careful. All right. And I have to really explain these answer choices. That does and that's where work. that is where you can go too slowly. So I wonder if that's what Anonymous is getting at is a realization that sometimes on official on their practice tests, they recognize that they're taking longer than they really need to based on their understanding. And that can be a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, my hypothesis is always going to be if you're trying to read the reading comp passages as fast as possible while still prioritizing accuracy, which that's just you can't. It, it's a direct yeah. trade off. You're yeah. not going to read it as fast and as accurately as possible. You have to pick. And the way you know, because I never had problems with speed on reading comp or logical reasoning. And I don't get time and a half. I only have 35 minutes to do it. But I tend to read the passages slower than many students do. And I read the argument in logical reasoning way slower than many students do. But then I go way faster in the answer choices. Because again, I'm expecting answers to be wrong. And I have an idea what I'm looking for. And I, I got a quick trigger, you know, on like shit that looks bad. Get out of there. See you later. You know, like... <laughs> Yep. Sorry for the baseball analogy, but like you come in as a reliever and you walk the first two batters. See ya. You're gone. Like there's no I mean, yep. maybe you walk the first one batter. Like, I, nope, you're not throwing strikes. Get out of here. And that's how you have to be with answer choices. That's where we get to go fast. The reason why time and a half is not enough time for anonymous. Is because you're reading the reading comp passages and the LR passages too quickly. Then you get yourself into the answers without really knowing what you're looking for. The wrong answers start looking they start looking appealing because you're hoping that the that the answer choices explain it to you. So you go in there reading A, going like, "Oh yeah, maybe this is going to be the one." Oh yeah, that, that that seems like it could be. Oh yeah, okay, maybe I'll I'll leave that one open. Now let me go to B. Ooh, oh hmm, yeah, that also looks good. You know, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that's why you're slow. Because somebody who's good at the test, somebody who read the passage properly and read the question properly and thought about it, then just looks at A and goes, nah, that's a piece of shit. B, nah, that's also a piece of shit. Next thing you know, they're down in C, D, E, and they find the right answer before Anonymous has ever even read that answer because they're so caught up in the wrong answers. Mm -hmm. 
I, the takeaway here, I mean, if I, to a short answer, yes, it is wrong of you to keep speed in the back of your mind during the LSAT. I do not think that's the way we do it. The speed has to come naturally. I agree with you, Eric, 100% that some people freeze up on the day of the test, or even if they're doing a practice test or a practice section, they're like, okay, I'm, I got to try extra hard. Trying extra hard ain't it. Develop a habit of reading the passages carefully enough that you really understand what's there. Then when you get into the answer choices, you get to be quite a bit more freewheeling with it. Yeah. Yeah. You get to attack them with swagger because you have that confidence that you really understood what you read. Yeah. You read three words and you know it's wrong instead of reading the whole thing and thinking, oh, yeah, uh, I don't really understand it, but. Because I don't really understand it, that means it might be the right answer. So I better leave it open, you know? Yeah. But that's because you just didn't understand the passage well enough in the first place. Yeah. The other thing that comes to mind now as we talk about this is yeah. the, the phrasing of this, keep speed in the back of my mind. Just a diff You've already made this point, but that really isn't possible. I just don't think right. that's how, like, that's not how humans brain work. No, you, do, you never keep something in the back of your mind. No, you always keep bringing it to the forefront of your mind. Yep. If it's in the back of your mind, it just means that occasionally that's the only thing you're thinking about. It's just a, it's just like a switch on or off. Yep. Right. You're occasionally thinking about speed, Which your means brain you is are, going yeah. from you're thinking about the question, but then you're thinking about speed, but you're not thinking about the question anymore. You're yep. thinking about speed. And you're like doing math, you're, you're watching the clock, you're paying attention, or you're, even if you're just feeling it, you know, like even if you took our advice and turned off the clock at the beginning of the section, which we always recommend. Mm -hmm. And I doubt Anonymous is doing that because it's hard to focus on speed without the clock. So right. I think you're probably right. monitoring the clock and doing math about how, how much time has elapsed and how much time is remaining and how many questions are remaining. And you're just not answering the damn question or you're not understanding what's going on in the passage at that point, mm -hmm. then that's why you're slow because you're yeah. trying to go fast. Yeah. All right. Thanks anonymous email daily at lsatdemon.com. If you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.